Al Allen joined now by Minnesota Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer. What's going on, Coach? Not much. How are you doing? Looks like you have some headphone difficulty there. Is, is this akin to not being able to <laughs> properly converse with assistant coaches during the course of a game? Yeah, I'm going to have to signal to you. Okay. Well, I don't want that signal because <laughs> it would involve one finger, and I don't prefer to see that with this camera running here at Vikings.com. Are you okay with that? Yep, I'm good. Everything good with you and I? Uh, yeah, I think so. We'll see how this interview goes. Well, not only am I doing a friendship check and I'm on the Z's, I'm just wondering, you know, there, there's people are talking. Do you have anything against me, or is everything okay? People are talking about you? Well, let, let's just listen to it. Zachary? Hey, Bert? one more question. Sure. Uh, why does everybody listen to your show and no one's listening to PA? <laughs> well, you know, that's a good question. <laughs> PA's been asking the same thing all yeah. the time. You're absolutely right. Uh, no longer fourth in the north, as we like to say. The Paul <laughs> Allen Project. Uh, Barney the Purple Dinosaur, I call him, because he's Vikings through and through. He's an extended family member. Yeah, he's got he he's got secrets. We try to interpret what he says when he says things on there. We go, did Zimmer tell him that? Did Spielman tell him that? Who gave him this information? You know, you guys are trying to spread the good word about the Vikings, the gospel, and then your messenger is PA. Is there any truth? He's the, pre- he's the preacher. Yes. Yeah. Is is there any truth to that? Well. Uh... We probably have some code words that we use with right. Him, yeah. I figured as much. <laughs> yeah. So I'm the preacher. Yeah, but who would be one want to be called the common man? <laughs> Seriously. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't want. I mean, if you do I a radio show in, in Cleveland where you like talk about the Browns every day, you're the common man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think that'd be a good label for for anyone. <laughs> yeah, this is division champion radio here, right? Right. Yeah, and NFC North title game qualifying radio, and hopefully next year Super Bowl qualifying radio, right? Well, right now we're working on uh, getting better in the spring and. Uh, Really, we're only thinking about San Francisco 49ers right. at this point. Well, why them? Why not the uh, preseason opponents first? Well, you know, that's that's part about understanding who's going to be on your football team, yeah. uh, kind of figuring out the 53-man roster, uh, those things, trying to get better, trying to improve your your schemes and then uh you know going to the game we're talking about trying to win. Could you set the could you set the 53 now if you had to? No. So, I mean, it, yeah, it's not gun-to-head type stuff, but, I mean, you legitimately have some big-time battles in, in certain spots, right? Yeah, yeah, I think we got some good depth at, uh, at quite a few positions. Um, you know, our defensive line is pretty pretty deep. Yeah. Our, our defensive backfield is pretty deep. Um, so those two spots specifically will be hard uh, decisions, I think. So you, br- you, you bring in Sheldon Richardson. He'll play extensively next to Linval. With uh, with Shamar Stefan and Tom Johnson leaving, do you feel good about your defensive tackle depth? Because I know that's important to you. Yeah, really. Um, Perry, the guy we brought in, he's yeah. done a he's done a great job this spring as a nose tackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jaleel Johnson has done a really nice job this this uh, camp. I, he's gotten a lot better from last year. You know, his rookie year, um, and then. Uh, you know some of these young, def- you know, we got uh, Jalen uh, Holmes, who uh, he broke his hand, but uh, up until that point, I'm thinking you know, this guy's got a chance to be a real guy. Yeah. Now, when when you have players like like Anthony Barr, Daniel Hunter, Stephon Diggs, you know, some of these guys where you know a lot of the reports involve what's next for them contractually, and and, and this is certainly in no way asking you if any of them are going to be signed before the season, but say like none of them or all of them are, whatever. I hope hope all of them. Okay, but but say it's not all of them. Is it good having players in situations like that into a season, you know, given the productivity you'll get out of them because they're looking for their next deal? Yeah, yeah, um, but you know, we we want to 
do the very best we can to be fair to the players too. Um, you know, we're asking them to put their their careers on the line for us, and um, you know, we want to try to be as as um, as good to them as we possibly can. And uh, you know, and and really, all those guys, uh, Diggs has had a great spring. Um, uh, I'm probably helping their contract a little bit now, but but I'm going to tell the truth. Well, Stefan's good. Yeah, he's done, he's had a good spring. Uh, Nell's had a good spring. Bars had a good spring. Yeah. You know, so but they're good football players, and um, you know, we hope to keep them here. Um, and you know, part of the deal is keep as many good players as we can here. You, you know, with uh, with Daniel's sacks numbers last year not being where some maybe on the outside thought they would be or wanted them to be. I just I remember, and I've shared this on my radio show. Maybe this is what Common's talking about. I just remember week in and week out last year, whether it was Cousins or Goff or Rogers or Stafford or whomever you were playing. A lot of the time, I would hear from you or somebody say one of Daniel's biggest responsibilities in this game is to keep these quarterbacks in the pocket. Yeah, and that may cut into the sack total. So, it, it, did that cut into the sack total? And and did he give you from a schematic standpoint, what you wanted. Well, I think I think the big thing, Paul, is um, we rush differently than most people. Um, you know, on first and second down, or unless we know it's a pass, we're playing the run. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these teams, they're rush, rushing the quarterback every single down. And um, I'm and I'm not saying specifically Danell, but um, all these guys. I think all these guys are the same way. You know, uh, Griff does the same thing. All these guys um, do that and. and really for the betterment of the team and uh, that helps the secondary it helps the linebackers in coverage and um, you know that's why we try to play a team defensive scheme really are you um are you familiar with um old school north carolina tar hills coach dean smith yeah okay well dean I'm smith old school too dean right, correct dean, dean's your old school football slash baseball guy he's old school <laughs> college basketball guy well he used to run something called the four corners offense mm-hmm. where i swear he'd play like mike jeminski and jim spinarkle with duke and the score would be four to three at halftime right because he's trying to slow it down with when they put in the 24 second clock right, right. because so of him right. with the uh with the glut you have at corner with all these talented corners Maybe your new nickname needs to be Dean Smith, and you run like the Four Corners defense. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I would have thought to get there, but I'm glad you liked it. I would have thought that would have been on a common man show. <laughs> but I mean, seriously, look at uh, from Xavier to Trey Waynes, McKenzie, Mike Hughes, uh, Terrence Newman, got Marcus Sherrills. I mean, you um, you definitely have some training camp and preseason related tough decisions to make with these corners, right? Yeah, and you know, it's it's it honestly. Yeah. Our whole I've said this before, but our whole philosophy defensively is to get pass rushers and guys that can cover, yeah. whether it be linebackers or corners or uh and we, we are looking at some new things defensively this year that uh has been good. I think it'll be uh good to, good some good additions what we're doing, uh, mixing things up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I you know, I'm glad I'm glad you phrased it that way because I remember sitting down with you at the combine. You know, and you had a mini meltdown because there had been some recent report about the the second half of the Saints game and the Eagles game, just wondering about your defense. And you're like, you know, this this defense is tried and true. It's been tested throughout ye- decades or or years to decades, and it's worked. But then you did kind of concede that there may need to be some twists to it or or like some minor tweaks. Has that happened? Yeah, and we're always trying to do that. I mean, we're always, you know, the the coaches. 
<laughs> they 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 get mad when I'm away at the ranch for a few days because I come back and say, hey, let's try this, let's yeah. do this, it's let's your do laboratory. That. Yeah, and uh, but we we are tweaking things, and you know, if you want to get started on those those, you know, we played honestly, we played great against New Orleans. We didn't play good against Philadelphia, so I'll give you four quarters, but yeah. I'm not going to give you six. Yeah, yeah, the first half for sure. Second half, I the mean, second half we threw an, we we threw an interception that yeah. ran, they ran down in there. We had a punt blocked that yeah. they got. No yeah, doubt. Yeah, I mean, and a Hall of Fame quarterback went no huddle like twenty three consecutive times, which really yeah, is difficult and the only for bad everybody. Thing, and the only bad thing was we didn't get him out on fourth and ten. Right. And so you know we put put that one more play in. Everybody's mm-hmm. you know, patting you on the back. So I uh, the the first round corner, Mike Hughes. I I know this is a big mental time of the year for your corners. H- how well is he picking it up? You know, um, for one of the hardest things when we take these young corners and we put them inside at the nickel. Um, the zone within man concept that we run is uh, very hard for him. This guy has been by far the best guy that we've had since I've been here as far as the understanding yeah. that, that part of the game. Holy cow. Um, he's done really, really well. He's still got a long way to go, but that part is uh, has been really impressive. Yeah, and uh, I mean, that just plays into the previous conversation with the importance not only of training camp, but these preseason games. You know, with when McKenzie plays, if and or when Terrence plays, then when Mike comes in, because you know you got Xavier here, you probably got Trey there, and you've always liked rotating your corners to a certain extent. But that that inside battle, that's going to be fantastic. Yeah, it's going to be it's going it'll be a good battle. McKenzie's had a much better spring. Um, you know, uh, I know it feels like he's being pushed, which is a good thing. You know, we're always trying to create as much competition as we possibly can. Mike Zimmer, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, Vikings day two of mandatory minicamp today from uh, Twin Cities Orthopedics Performance Center. This is nine to noon with uh, with a new quarterback and coordinator. Do do you have to be patient with the offense's progress this time of the year? Yeah, a little bit. You know, I I, I think the defense has been ahead of the offense this spring. Um, I'm sure you hate that. <laughs> you know, honestly, I want I want us to score like a hundred points. Yes, and that way I can come. You know, I can go into the defense and tell them how crappy they are, and <laughs> and they'll get back on on the stick, and then we'll get going again. But, That's great. Um, you know. Uh, it, it, and it's a little bit of a feeling out process with with both uh, Flip and uh, and Kirk. I think that uh, you know finding out the things he likes. You know, I actually Kirk came in and talked to me yesterday afternoon about uh, some of the red zone stuff and mm-hmm. uh, some of those concepts. So that, that, I thought that was good. And um, you know, we then we talked about some other things after that. But um, yeah, it's it's always going to be a little bit more of a slower process because mm-hmm. they're installing. You know, our guys. For instance, yesterday we had a blitz and and we're in the red zone and the quarterback audibled and the defense audibled again. Yeah, well, we didn't even put that in yet. Right, you know it's like, hey guys, yeah, slow down here. You right, know? so hey defense, slow down. You're saying defense, slow down. Yeah, right? yeah, we yeah. didn't we didn't put it in. They called on like a 2017 midseason audible. Yeah, they, yeah, they've done it with something we haven't even put in yet. And all awesome. of them, the only guy that didn't get it was Sheldon Richardson. Yeah, because <laughs> he hasn't been here. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, so uh, but. You know, so those guys have been together for so long now that they, they know, they know what we're doing. They know yeah. where everybody fits, and they kind of know my attitude that that day. And this uh, this quarterback, he he's a competitive sucker, isn't he? I mean, it, it's yeah. the the play, the all the the numbers, letters, whatever they are. It's all new, you know. But he wants to jump out there against yeah. legitimately one of the best defenses in the NFL, and he doesn't want it to be patient. He wants to no. beat you now, doesn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. They all do. I mean, Adam Thielen, Diggs, you know, they come up to me all the time, say, "Oh, we got these great plays in today." I said, "Yeah, it's good on air right now, but <laughs> let's see what you do today against the guys." Uh, 
what about uh, what about Dalvin Cook? What uh, what's the plan with Dalvin when we get back here in like five and a half weeks for training camp? You know, he's going to be pretty much ready to go. Good. Yeah. Um, he was yesterday. He had a very very good day. He looked. He had a, that old Dalvin Cook acceleration, the good feet, the cuts in the hole, uh, caught the ball well. Um, you know, we gave him a little bit more yesterday than we have in, in the past. Uh, he'll get some more today and tomorrow, and then uh, I think he'll be ready, ready to go when uh, we get to camp. Mike, given the uh, NFL's offseason rules, is it is it difficult to evaluate offensive and defensive lines this time of the year? Um, to an extent, but, I mean, you can still – um, evaluate their their footwork, their hand placement, their pad level. Um, you know if they're going to the right guy. All, all those things you're you're able to evaluate pretty well. Uh, the only thing is, it's you know they don't have pads on, and so you don't maybe get the the real pounding. At, at, at this stage of the equation, what are you liking about uh, the new offensive lineman Brian O'Neill? Uh, very very athletic. Um, we're going to try something today. It's a little bit out of the box, so keep your eyes open. Holy cow. Yeah. You're going to get tricky with him and throw a touchdown pass. I don't know. Maybe. Put him in motion. I don't know. We'll right. see. Well, yeah. I mean, you 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 know, Shermer wasn't afraid to go extra offensive lineman last year with uh, Avion Collins. Mm-hmm. You know, and you have Collins around here now. Now you have O'Neal, a 4'8 offensive lineman. I mean, it's just a bevy of tricks in uh, DeFilippo's bag, isn't it? We'll, we'll see today. What if uh, what if the offensive lineman puts a double move on Anthony Barr and gets a touchdown? <laughs> Are you going to be happy because it worked, or upset because one of your guys gave it up? Um, it's I'm I'm the head coach, and so you know I, I understand. Every, like I told the offense yesterday, you know everybody thinks I'm picking on them if I'm saying something bad about the offense. But yeah, I have to tell everybody what I see in practice every single day, yeah. and. Um, you know, it's just part of it. But I want to, you know, a year ago I walked into the offense and me, I said, look here, guys, I didn't, when I came here, I didn't plan on this being a defensive franchise or organization. I just want to win football games. I don't care if we win. I want to score 50 points a game if yeah. we can. So I really don't care. And, you know, obviously we're, hopefully we're going to continue to play good defense. But um, I think you saw last year when we scored some points, we moved the ball. It mm-hmm. helped us defensively. Um, we won more games, and uh, you know we had a chance to do some some special things. So uh, I don't know. I don't remember what the record was when we win when we scored twenty points, but thirty and four. Thirty. What and is four. it, Bobby? Thirty and four. Thank you. Thank you. Yep, uh, Bob. Time for two more. The, it's about uh, time. The uh, the rookie kicker from Auburn. We know he has a big leg, but like, what kind of guy is he? Is he is he a relaxed, composed guy? Yeah. Is he accurate on field goals? Yeah, he's been accurate, um, really accurate this spring, and he's, um, yeah, I'm not sure he has a pulse. He's very low-key, very um, composed, so I'll keep putting him, we may have a situation for him today to get out there. Well, we'll you see. got a lot of situations today, day two of minicamp. Yeah, we, well, we got to put some pressure on these guys. Great. Fake field goal? No, no fake field goal. <laughs> um, how excited are you to get to the ranch and you know relax? You know for... who the holder is on the fake field goal? Um, who? Quigley. Oh, oh, that's right. Did he throw a pass in Pittsburgh? Yeah, that, to the left, it didn't work too well. <laughs> right. Okay, I get it. Well, he can run. Maybe maybe yeah, he's maybe. a sneaky 4-6 guy. Yeah, maybe we can run. Oh, the producer just loved that one on the old fake field goal trick week, too. Um, how excited that's are you? fake punt, by uh, the way. Fake punt, punt. thank you. That's the only one that hasn't worked since I've been right. here. Common man would have nailed that. He would have said fake punt when I made a mistake. It's an opening act for noon to three. Uh, what? Um, how excited are you to get to the ranch and relax for a few weeks? 
You know, I'm really excited. Um, I was able to, last time I was there, we, we planted some um, crops for the wildlife. Whoa. Yeah, and so, but it hasn't rained much, and so I'm anxious to get back and see. Do a rain dance? If, they, if they've grown, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll get out there with my, my drum or whatever. But, well, let me get this straight. you got like nine acres or whatever it is. You don't have a sprinkler system? Nine acres. So how, what do you got, 15, 20? 160. Oh, my God. Holy cow. That sprinkler system wouldn't work there, I don't think. No, probably not. No. So do you have cameras on the um, on like where the animals can eat and stuff? Yeah. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, I have uh, trail cams. Wow. Yeah, that's going to be great. Send pictures to my phone since I can't go there and get the SD card or whatever right. it's called out. I know you love it. And uh, relax, and we'll see you soon. Are you coming down there? Oh, am I invited? I don't know. Hagen, is he invited? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, only you. No, we've had no. a few. We've had a few other offers, right? No, Chris Thomason and I are going to come down, spend three <laughs> days with you, do a couple of radio shows. I'm going to leave that one. Day. I'm going to leave that one alone. Have a good practice right, today, Mike Zimmer, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. I'm Paul Allen. Back after this.